Welcome to Gutter Trash Halloween episode bonus 2011 number two. <laughs> and he hasn't even been drinking. <laughs> Should we start over? No, this okay, is perfect. Right. <laughs> this matches the editing style of the movie we just watched. <laughs> Eric. And I'm Jason. And uh, I'm going to guess that this guy, much like our previous guest, is going to bitch if I don't introduce him. No, you, you don't have to introduce me. <clears throat> Alright then. Let's go! <laughs> no, we have a guest on the show. His name... Matt Brassfield. The one and only. Hi, AKA, Matt. Hello. as we discussed, mm-hmm. the Ringo of this group. You are the Ringo? Yay! Yeah, okay. What was I? I thought it was Ringo. You're the John. I'm the John? Because wow. Kathleen is Yoko. Okay. That's true. Uh, Trying to break up the band. Yeah. Jeremy Hoyt is a beat best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should I leave you as Paul? Uh, uh it, Yeah, probably. Okay. If, if you're the John, I have to be the Paul, right. I guess. Uh, which leaves uh, Joe as uh, George. George, nice. Which, honestly, he's uh, the best one. Yeah, got my mind set on Joe. Yeah. Well... Uh. But there's a whole conspiracy about Eric here, of whether or not Eric's the real Eric or no, the imposter Eric. Oh, that took, okay. Yes, I'm not even wearing shoes. Oh right now. wow! And he and he does and he does have a black <laughs> rose true. on his. Not, wow, <laughs> he is not wearing shoes. <laughs> so yeah, happy Halloween, happy everybody! Happy Halloween! Halloween! Spooky! Yep, that time of the year. It is. So. Uh, it's a busy time of the year for you. Oh, very much so. Very much so. So, uh, thanks for taking uh, time out of your schedule to come uh, do this. That's hey, true. No that, at all. That'd be like if we had Santa Claus as a guest during Christmas time. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is. <laughs> He's got better shit to do, but he is still here with us. <laughs> I enjoy being here. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me again. Not a problem. Uh, all right, that's the show. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, see you guys have, later. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, everyone. Cue the music. This is uh, the equivalent of Yellow Submarine. We let him sing, and now we move on. <laughs> it's true. We gotta go make a caveman movie now. Was he in that? Caveman, yeah. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah. Wow. You should make a caveman movie. I really should. <laughs> I can see uh, Mike Ritchie and Josh Weinberg in uh, loincloths and... <laughs> Dragging around girls by their hair. And, and each other with fake plastic oh, clubs. Yeah. <laughs> Riding around on T-Rexes. It's possible. A.K.A. Schwinn's. Schwinn's, yeah. <laughs> with like a paper mache T-Rex head on the front. I can do it. Man, we, we saw some pretty sweet bike riding. Oh, hell yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we watched uh, a movie that, uh, much like uh, last episode, our guest is uh, very familiar with it. Uh, you have seen it before, but not in a while. It's been like 25 years, at least. And, uh, you also thought it was in black and white. <laughs> no, and... this one, I actually knew this one was in color. <laughs> I, just... <laughs> I just didn't realize that Tommy Wiseau wrote this movie. Oh. <laughs> so what movie did you think was in black and white? Uh, The Exorcist. 
Why would you think the I, Exorcist is in black and white? <laughs> I'd, I'd seen it tw- like twice when I was a kid, and, and I hadn't seen it in like 20 years, and I remembered it as being in black and white, and then we watched it, and I was like, huh, it's in color. <laughs> Did you watch it on a black and white television? Uh, so that was I think theory. that's the theory we came <laughs> up with. We there. addressed that. Yeah, yeah that's possible. <laughs> oh. uh, but no, and uh, of course, I have never seen the movie that we watched today. So, so much like uh, the previous dynamic, here it is. Uh, with a movie just as good. <laughs> just as good. Oh my god. <laughs> I've never heard two people laugh about this movie as much. And of course, we're talking about Faces of Death. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> they particularly like the part where they hit the monkey with the mallet. <laughs> Why didn't you talk about dead monkeys at a time like this? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to bring the herpes monkey into this. He's on the loose. He is. He's dead. Oh, did they get him? No, they found his carcass where another animal got him. Oh, so now that animal has herpes. The herpes. No, he's uh, dead because they shot that one. Oh uh, man, was it a tiger? What was it? They didn't say. They just said the big cat ate it. Oh. so herpes monkey is dead. Herpes monkey must be tasty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, <coughs> the movie we watched—it's uh, no Exorcist. No. <laughs> it is oh not. <laughs> <laughs> you guys love this movie. <laughs> it's called Phantasm, <laughs> and you called it before the movie. You said. This movie is, should have been called Funtasm. <laughs> oh, oh my god. It totally should have been Funtasm. This. Oh. This. <laughs> oh my god. This is like the room all over <laughs> What happened? How? <laughs> How did this movie ever get on DVD? Oh my god. How, right. do, people, how do people remember this fondly? I, I have okay. to remind, remember it fondly. <laughs> Please explain, sir. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. Alright, first of all, uh, let, let me go ahead and say that, uh, uh, I, this is a terrible movie. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, <coughs> But this is probably, it's up there with the room yeah. as far as just how batshit insane it is. <laughs> that it is awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, but I've never heard this movie described uh, in that manner. No. Like, like me neither. I've just always heard that this was, like, you know, like, like one of the big horror franchises. Right. Uh but what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. No, you're right. Like, people, I like this, I mean, like, I don't think it's as, as, like, heralded or, or like, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, like, highly acclaimed as, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Nightmare on Elm Street. No. But it's up there with, like, all those 80s movies. Right. You know, that people remember. Sparked, uh, four sequels, or I three know. sequels. Right, yeah. Even. Please explain how. How did that happen? Well, well, see, when he first made it, though, it was supposed to be in parts. So this first part 
while confusing, and you're probably like, what the fuck just happened through the whole thing? The second one picks up, and then it, the second one makes it even more confusing, and then by the third, it's confusing, and then by the fourth, <coughs> it starts making a little bit more sense. But that's not how you make a movie. No, no, no it's well, not. Well, it just depends, though. I mean, if you think, if he always had that initially as the plan to go through, just like, say, like a Star Wars, where originally it was a trilogy, he had three planned. Mm-hmm. No, he didn't. Well, the three, as far as Empire, nope. Return, uh-uh. nope. you know, it would be it would be like taking that and then making the movie stretch out. So what he did is he took from point A to point B, and there's all this crazy shit in the middle that makes sense by the end. Again, that's not how you make a movie, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you know, God bless the guy for having the ability to eventually make sequels. <laughs> But uh, you gotta go into to, to your one movie, realizing that uh, this may be the only one I get. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> which is also why I call bullshit on the whole original Star Wars trilogy. There's <laughs> no way Lucas ever had any idea that the uh, there would even be a second one. Why would which George is lie? Why in the last episode, as I discussed, Darth Vader was not the main bad guy originally. <clears throat> but why would George lie? Uh, that's the neck waddle. You think that's what that is? It's like a sentient creature. Oh. It, it whispers for him. in his neck. It whispers lies into him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Tells him what to say. Uh, okay. Where to Speaking begin? of Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, the movie's villains are Jawas. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> and a very tall man. <laughs> and a very, yeah, and like, we, he and seems, Chewbacca. he seems that much taller compared to the, uh, miniature henchman that he has. Yes. Maybe that's like a, a like a ego boost he has to give himself. <laughs> it's like I only work with exceptionally short people, <laughs> and he loves his Dairy Queen at the beginning of the movie where he's walking by the <laughs> he's walking by the ice cream truck and he just stops and like <laughs> he takes it all in, <laughs> and then he goes down the street. This this was a comedy. It was a comedy. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Did the giant fly get you? That was amazing. <laughs> there's so many. There's like a dozen amazing things about this movie I, I want to talk about. This is uh, like like I had the thought towards the end of the movie that this movie is like a bunch, like a ton of like half thought out cool ideas just sort of jumbled in there, and uh, just as. Uh, just as sloppily put together as, uh... You know what I think happened? You know what I honestly think happened? I think... I don't, I don't think there was originally audio for this. I think originally this was, like, two dozen Quiet Riot videos shot in succession. <laughs> <coughs> and they were supposed to add the music to it. Because this reminds me so much of those mid-80s, like, story movie, story videos where, like... Right. Something is crazy happening, but, you know, it doesn't really make sense, but there's some really cool visuals. and Well, also, you can tell they add spliced in a lot of voiceovers. Right. Like, there's moments where you can tell that originally there was no voiceover there. Like, right there at the funeral at the beginning. The funeral, um, the girls in the car, because, like, even the main character, when, like, they would scream, like, Michael, he wouldn't even react. Like, there would be no reaction shot from him at all to even acknowledge that he heard them. And it was the same way when uh, he was in the antique store, and he, she even said, Oh, Michael, if you get uh, sleepy, I made a bed for you. And he paying no attention. He was walking. Right. You can tell they just added in a lot of sound elements to to 
to the film. And also, it looks like, uh, I mean, I noticed more than once where, like, it, you could tell that parts were filmed like, months later than, you know, when they originally shot the movie. Right. Like, hairstyles were slightly different. Like, the kid looked older, like, in certain scenes than in others. Uh, even, uh, the, uh, the Jody character. Uh, like, there were times where he looked completely different. Uh, so, I mean, it was just, you could tell that they had to do reshoots or something, or, oh, yeah. but, you know. But they didn't really just <clears throat> Right, like, or, or maybe, maybe it was like, you know, like an Evil Dead kind of thing where, you know, they, they put the movie together and realized that they still needed to go back and add there's, more stuff. Yeah, to there's flush shots it out. Right, that yeah. needed to be made to make it a full, <clears throat> fuller movie. Wow. Still didn't make any sense. It did not make any sense. Not a goddamn lick of sense. No, it was like it seriously it was a two-hour quiet ride. But it, it, it was just like <laughs> it wasn't even two hours. It wasn't even an hour and a half. It was. It wasn't. No, it was like, uh, an hour and twenty-seven minutes. Wow. With credits. Well, see, here's the plot: the tall man is from another dimension uh-huh. who mm-hmm. makes people corpses into small midget slave creatures, and the whole premise of it, which I don't know if you want me to say yeah, what, spoiler. what yeah, it goes. Yeah, because I'm probably never going to see any of these um, yeah. after this. The tall man is actually what they do is they go from town to town and it spreads like a plague and every town becomes like a cemetery, hence at the end where he's running and the tombstones are coming up. Uh-huh. That's like the premise. He is absorbing like this death and he's spreading it through and by like the, the one uh, like third and fourth there's like hardly none of the United States is left. It's all just like an open cemetery where he's just literally like mowed down every single person. Then, then the fifth one, which was what they were supposed to do to explain why he's actually turning the world into that. Of course, they can't get funding for it. So, but that's the premise of it. Like they haven't ever actually said if he's from another world, another dimension, if he's, you know, what, what his deal is yet. Hmm. So it's, it's basically more of a science fiction, if you look at it, than a horror a horror film. It's really a science fiction piece. But why would they wait until the f- the fourth sequel to reveal the plot? Right. Well, they do. They do. Each sequel has more and more of the plot, though. Like the second one gives you a little bit more clue, but it still leaves a bunch of questions that you're like, "Well, what what's this? And why is mm-hmm. this? And why is that?" And then same with the third, which the third, in my opinion, is probably the weakest. It it just seems more cheaply shot, and just it's really not that even good of a film. Like even by the time you watch it, you literally feel like disappointed. You're like, okay, that one wasn't a very good one. And then the fourth one is decent, but it's not great either. Pretty uh, disappointed and uh, not following it, and uh, think this is pretty terrible uh, with the first one. Uh, yeah, it all goes back to what Jason said earlier, is that, like, that's not how you make a movie. I agree. Uh, <laughs> like, like, maybe a TV show, like, maybe if the, you know, like a 20-minute right, episode, yeah, and you're like, yeah. oh, this is intriguing, but I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. I'll, I'll tune in next week. Not not like I'll wait two years and spend $10 right, and go to the yeah. theater. But maybe this guy, you know, the director thought that he really had something, though, and knew that he would always make the sequel whether he got right. funding or not or had to do it on his own. Because no. I've heard a lot of the even sequels was, besides, I think the second one Universal put money into, right. 
But then, like all the other ones, he did pretty much on his own. He got the money on his own and made the movies that he wanted. And, you know, that's fine. You know, I mean, uh, like I said, you know, uh, you know, way to go, guy, for, for making yeah. his movies. No, yeah, my hat's off to but, him. It just seems bizarre. Yeah. And making the movie that he wanted. <clears throat> right. You know. But, you know, at the same time, you're, I mean, okay, so he plans it as, as a series of movies, and I get that. But at the same time, uh, you have to, you have to make that first one at least self-contained, mm-hmm. and I mean this movie explains nothing, and you know I could be okay with that. You know, not having anything explained as long as it, uh, or at least as far as like the motivations of the tall man or right. like what the hell the midgets are, right. and, uh, you know the the weird uh, other world that uh, they go into, and and the sudden appearance and uh, on, on the explanation of Myrtle. <laughs> Myrtle. Was that her name? I was like, Myrtle, you almost gave me a coronary. And then, and then you never see her again. Never seen her before? Yeah. <laughs> I think there's like six characters that all sort of pop in and out. Like once. Uh, Myrtle? Uh, was that her name? Bertha? I, don't know. I think so. I Myrtle. think it was Myrtle. Yeah. <laughs> it was some like old worldly name. Yeah. Look, you seriously didn't? Catch that at all? Oh, I got it. Okay. Yeah, the right. maid. That yeah. Was she a maid? They didn't say she was. A I, maid. I, no. I figured she's a maid because she's in their house. I mean, I assumed that she was a yeah. maid. Yeah. I, mean, I, I thought maybe she owned the house and she was running. He was running a room. Yeah, I don't. I had no idea. She's never seen before. <laughs> never seen after. Never mentioned. Never mentioned. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but she's in their house and they talk to her for like a second. A second. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> She's like, oh, you boys are back again? He's like, oh, Myrtle, you almost gave me a coronary. And that's it. That's it. That's the whole scene. Yeah. <laughs> Starring Jason and Eric. <laughs> hey, you guys want to reenact that? Oh. We just did. Okay, okay, I'll be quiet. Now that... <laughs> okay, no, let's reenact it. No, that brings up a good point. <laughs> no, we're good. Re- the reenacting thing makes me made me think of something that I thought of during the movie. Hellraiser, and, and, and even though I liked the new Texas Chainsaw, I would include Texas Chainsaw in this category there are lots of horror movies that don't need to be remade this movie needs to be remade Ooh, and like and fixed wow. they could fix this they could do something uh, else. i would agree <clears throat> i would agree uh special effects obviously you know, would be so much better yeah uh and yeah you know i mean acting <clears throat> acting proof uh, okay, let's, uh, let's talk about, uh, Don, uh, what, Coscarelli? Coscarelli, I think. Okay. Uh, I don't know how many movies this guy's made. I know he's done all the Phantasm movies. I know he did Kenny and Company or whatever that trailer thing that we saw was. <laughs> and Bubba Hotep. And Bubba Hotep, which is a fantastic fucking movie. He did Bubba Hotep. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Great movie. Fantastic movie. Uh, obviously, learned a thing or two between Phantasm and Bubba Hotep. Well, you should watch the other Phantasms, though. Cause no, like, I'm good. Cause, uh, like, they're shot better, they, they, they do have better special effects. I mean, it, it does pick up. You gotta okay. think, that, that one was what, 78, I think is the original? Yeah. So, I mean, you're still, there's so still in that transition uh, of... 34 years later, I'm sure he could sit down and then, uh, clearly think to himself, you know, okay, this is everything I want to do. I can do this in one movie now. With with the maturity that I have, the the skills I've learned and gained and you know, the the 
shred of talent that I started with, he could easily reboot his own movies. Right. And, and do a good one, I think. Yeah, because I was totally behind it. It seems that. like somehow, and like, I'm not trying to be, you know, I'm not picking on this movie, but somehow this movie has stayed in the, in the mindset of people. Right. Like, they like have nostalgia for it. Like, I remember seeing it when I was a little kid. And all I remembered about it was the scene where the, the ball is chasing him through the, the, uh, mortuary right. or, or the funeral parlor. Yeah. That's all I remember. But people remember this movie. So I had, obviously there's something there. Right. And I had never seen this movie before, but like I knew of it. I knew, you know, the, the sphere, mm-hmm. you know, I knew that the tall man was the tall man. You know, I proved that earlier in the yeah. image. Uh, I knew it had something. I thought, to, I, thought, I thought maybe it was the thin man. And yeah, Eric was yeah. like, no, he's the tall man. Uh, you know, I knew it had something to do with, like, a funeral home, and, uh, but, you know, like, that was just all sort of osmosis of being, like, you know, a horror fan. You didn't know anything about the Jawas or the ice cream man. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jawas uh, and the ice cream man. <laughs> <laughs> That's all in the movie. Yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> or Myrtle. Did you know about Myrtle? <laughs> I did not know about Myrtle. You did not know about okay. The scariest part of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, what was I saying? Oh, you're saying like uh, it has a following, and you're, you've yeah, you've like, heard of it. I've known of it, you know. Uh, but you know, like after watching it, like, like, like if, oh, uh, I don't know if you know offhand, but uh, when did the part two come out? Uh if this was say like eighty two, eighty three, probably okay, so somewhere around like there. Four or five years later. Yeah. All right, so. The first one had to have had some sort of following in order to, to warrant even a second one. Uh, Let alone but, a major studio putting money right, on right. the second. But what in God's name was it? Yeah, like, yeah, like, <laughs> like I would also say, like, the, the most iconic thing about this movie that, like, is in, like, you know, culture's, you know, forefront is the spear thing. Yeah, yeah. the tall man in the sphere. The small man Usually in the Usually him holding, holding the, spear. the spear. Right, yeah. <laughs> but it's only in the movie twice. For, like, a... Ten seconds. Right. Almost. Yeah. How? Like, like, okay. The when the the guy gets impaled with it, and you know, it starts squirting it's blood out the bag. Horror yeah. style. Right. Uh. All right. That's that's cool. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh. I, I can dig that. But uh, you would think that as iconic as it is, like it would have been in the movie a lot more. Well, it could have been the same thing as like Hellraiser, where originally when that. Hellraiser 1 was made, Pinhead was not the focal point. Well, I know, and then when yeah. horror fans gravitated and started liking Pinhead, then his parts started becoming bigger and bigger in the sequels because people right. identified. And it's probably the same thing right. with the tall man in the sphere. People love the sphere, so then when they start writing, they go, well, put more of that in, you yeah. know, because people like it. But Hellraiser was a good movie. Oh, but it, it's still, I'm, I'm sure that's why... <laughs> When you think about it, you always think of the, the sphere. Like, if they right. only made Hellraiser, you know, the first one, you automatically, no matter what, you're always going to take a pinhead. I, like, right. that's the that's I get what cool you're saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I know, I know what you're saying, because it's probably like whenever the marketing came out for the first Phantasm, it wasn't probably like the spear everywhere, but like later. Pe- that's it, what people, right, oh my later. gosh, you right. know, like that I, thing was awesome, I could you make, know. I could make that. Yeah, right, make but that. okay, also like I was talking about Darth Vader. Right. Uh, you know, Darth Vader was in the whole movie of Star Wars. Right, yeah. Towards being, you know, memorable. Yeah. <laughs> the May- spear, 20 seconds of screen time. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but like the first 20 minutes of this movie, or, or 30 minutes or whatever before the spear appears, 
It's pretty boring, so maybe yeah. that's like what people were like, okay, here we go. Right, right. Like blood action, you know. Well, I think it started out with a bang as far as, you know, it starts out with nudity and it starts out with a girl killing this guy and you're like, well, what the it's, hell's going on? It was not exciting. It, it wasn't, wasn't exciting, but it started out where you were already kind of like, well, okay, well, what the hell's going on? And right. Then I think for me, when I started really paying attention is when they first actually showed uh, Michael... Uh, the, the young kid going into the funeral home and like the, the, the caskets at night and him coming through the doors and him chasing him down through the right, That's where the, yeah. the sphere first but, comes But like that to me was even more iconic than the sphere. Like just right. watching him chasing down the mortuary, that's more, right. was like, oh wow, you but know, that that's was also awesome. 45 minutes into the movie. <laughs> uh, uh, it's, it's got slow pacing. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you know what is bizarre though, and like slow you, pacing for for yeah. slow, slow pacing works when you have really good acting. Right. What yeah. the guy who played Reggie? He's awesome. Because <sighs> he even said, "Don't let it leak on my ice cream." That guy was amazing. <laughs> He's that guy. Yeah. And what anyway. what was the tall man's name? Ernie Spinker or something? Angus Scrim. Angus Scrim. Angus Scrim. Wow. Yeah, that guy was. He was something to look at. Yeah. He yeah. Had visually uh, appealing. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely got the horror. Horror icon look to him. <laughs> yeah, there's some yodeling going up. On the, some pimp yodels being practiced. <laughs> um, but I could bring Mexicans back uh, this uh, time, but uh, we can have a uh, pimp yodel. <laughs> it's like, is it the is it the competition or is this just the playoff? This is just playoffs. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know if all the pimps were over, or if it was just the uh, the National League. It's just the National League. It's just the- <laughs> okay. It was pretty impressive, though. Yeah. I wish it picked up so you all you all could hear it. Oh. But uh, uh, okay. There was uh one scene in this movie that I think is one of the creepiest scenes I've ever seen in a movie in my life. All right. It was the scene at the Myrtle. end. No, that was no, that was just shocking. <laughs> the creepiest scene, I believe, is at the very end of the film. Spoiler. When uh, the balding man with a pony, with a skullet, with a with a skullet <laughs> tied into a ponytail, yeah. is caressing a young boy by a fire, yeah. while asking him to go away with him somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so fucking creepy. All right, uh, that was pretty creepy. I'll give you that. Uh, but all, I think I'm I I am topped on that by the scene. Couple scenes prior to that, where oh. uh, uh, shortly after uh, Michael, the kid uh, gets uh, defenestrated through a uh, the back of a Volkswagen bug, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> and he uh, goes home to his brother, who has just been sitting there for hours, uh, and uh, they they run and embrace each other, and then uh, the brother picks him up and sits him on his lap and starts stroking his face and looking at his wounds. <laughs> that to me, tops uh, Reggie and uh, Michael planning to run away. <laughs> but that was his brother. I'm talking about the ice cream man. <laughs> this is like Spawn number five. <laughs> or worse, David Lee Roth. Oh yeah, yeah. He was the ice cream man. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised, I'm surprised neither one of you has brought up the screwdriver to the door 
since both of you seem dumbfounded when they use the screwdriver Jason to lock him in. more dumbfounded than that. <laughs> yeah, well, he, like, jams... He's trying to keep his brother from, like, you know, running out to kill midgets with him or fuck girls in the graveyard, whatever. Uh, and he sticks a screwdriver... He slams the door and then slicks, sticks a screwdriver between the door face and the door. And and it's not even, like... like It sort of looks like, okay, maybe, you know, how the screwdrivers get get wider, you know, from the tip to the handle. Right. You know, maybe he can't open the door at that point. But the door opens inward towards the kid who's trying to get out. So how is how is the thickness of the actual metal part of a screwdriver going to keep someone from opening a door? That's impossible. Don't worry. He MacGyvers and gets his way out anyway. He totally he, MacGyvers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that scene was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I thought he was built... I, was, I thought he was saying, well, fuck it, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to arm myself against... The midget, uh, the midget aliens. <laughs> the Jawa midget army aliens. But no, he just built something to, like, tear a hammer, the A shotgun shell, an attack. It was that some tape. tape. <laughs> okay, I, I didn't know what the attack was. I thought, I didn't yeah, know what it was. Yeah, he pulled off his uh, bullets and board. Yeah, okay. That was amazing. Yeah, it was. It was pretty amazing. Does it uh, work, Jason? I, I think love, we, we should, should try that. Yeah, we should lock the door. Let me. Do you have a screwdriver so I can lock the door from the uh, outside? Poo, somewhere, somewhere. Okay, we'll find that. This will be a gutter trash experiment <laughs> gone horribly wrong. Oh my gosh! A lot like nude night. Nude night. <laughs> yeah. Nude night. When did nude night happen? Uh, when Joe was here. Yeah, we yeah, we did the gutter here. trash in the nude. That's pretty cool, I guess. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm glad it wasn't on this Halloween episode. Uh, <laughs> Oh, there was some other scene in this movie I was, like, trying to remember that I wanted to talk about. The scene I really like is where the Michael kids land in the bed and um, all the midget Jawas come out. That looks cool. And the tall man standing above him and they have it really cool lit. I thought that scene was really cool. That was one of those scenes, like we were talking about earlier, like, it looked like a scene from an early to mid-80s, you know, Headbangers Ball video. Right. And, like, it doesn't make sense necessarily. Right. Well, it was a nightmare. So, was, I mean, right. it, it, it kind of made sense for that for that point of when it was shown because it was a nightmare. And it right. visually it was effective because when you looked at it, you were like, wow, that was pretty neat. And it very reminiscent of, you know, 70s horror, like even some of the Hammer shots from the Hammer horror films and stuff. So I think it, I think it worked. Yeah. 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 I was a little disappointed that you boys didn't like it, though. <laughs> oh, no, we loved it. Yeah, it was, it was great. <laughs> it was fun. It's just a bad movie. It, yeah. Like, 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 this is the type of movie that you guys should have shown that bad movie. Yeah, I agree. You know, like, a I bunch agree. of people drinking and watching this movie. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's a fun hilarious. Movie. Yeah, like, and I'm not, I'm not trying to pick on you by saying, like, I don't understand oh, why, why you like it so much. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> like, it, it really is, it is, like... Is it? Do you think it's a lot of nostalgia? Like you saw it when you were younger? And... No, I, just, I like the concept of it. Okay. I like the fact that it is. Um, I mean, both of you guys know I like series. So like even um, like horror film series, I like the fact that they keep having continuous chapters. I like this one a lot too because it's one of those ones that does leave you and you're like, well, what the hell happened? And then by the next one, like I said, you get a little bit more of the puzzle each right. time. To me, I like that. I like that concept. It's not something that's just bam, it's done. And then, oh, okay, I have the start and finish, and it's over, you know. But that's what makes a good piece of fiction. To a point. Uh, but again, no, I would say that's what makes a good piece of fiction. But again, it, but it, again it depends on if... like a cohesive said, whole story. Well, again, it depends, though. If, if your story was to take place in X amount of films, then in... But you shouldn't do that. Just... 
I, well, I could see, like, giving a little bit of a story and then building on it. Like, you know, where, you're, like, there's a lot of questions unanswered and a lot of mystery still. But, I mean, seriously, like, if, if I would have saw this, like, if I was my age and I saw this in 1978, I would have been so confused. And then four years later, a sequel comes out, I would have no interest because I'd be like, I don't even remember that first one. Right. It was so weird and bizarre. But, I, I mean, like... You look at something like The Matrix or, uh, you know, I mean, related back to horror, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre... Uh, the first ones, you know, told a complete story. You had, you know, beginning, middle, and everything made sense. And then, you know, years later they come out with a sequel and they build on what was it, what was started. The Matrix totally fucked that up, uh, with parts two and three. Uh, but, you know, I know, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, at least, you know, was also its own cohesive story that basically took from where the first one ended and just went in a, a little bit of a different direction, oh, but yeah. at least, you know, it was still trying to tell its own thing while but it also maintaining retained. a link to, to right. the original. But then again, I, I mean, I look at it as if he did write it as a big story, it'd be like taking all three Lord of the Rain movies and then trying to cram them into one and yeah, saying, well... But you know what I mean. It to me, if because nobody his, needs to know, to to know the entire layout of the Shire. Yeah. <laughs> well, people who like the Shire. You know? I yeah, I just I am baffled because like I don't think it was just bad. I just think it like didn't make sense and like like it to me it was one of those things where it, I, I'm surprised that people who watched it wanted to see a second one. Right. Not because you know it, it wasn't my kind of story, but just because. Of what it, what it, what they presented there it was like it was, it was such a mess. It was just. I think this movie has a ton of things about it that are cool and could be really cool. It just needs to be gelled together better. Uh, and and this is where I'm like a big proponent of you know people having an editor or someone you know, from the outside looking in and saying, hey, you can get rid of this, you can get rid of that, you can tighten this, you can work on that. And and uh, helping an artist mold their vision into the best, most accessible uh, format possible. Right. Uh, and then I think uh, Donna Coscarelli probably needed that. You know, I mean, he was the writer, director, producer, uh, script doctor, lighter, gaffer, key grip on this movie. <laughs> you know. <laughs> he, I mean, that, that's, like you said earlier, I'm, I think it's awesome he got his vision out there and he did his thing, but I agree with you 100% that he needed somebody there with him. Right. To, well, it's, it's just what they call like the schizophrenia style of filmmaking mm-hmm. where it's kind of all over the place and, but yet, I'm sure in his mind, and in and, and other people's minds too, it makes perfect sense. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure when he watches that or when he did it, like, he could probably sit there and explain every single aspect. Granted, that's not good filmmaking because you've got to right. think about what your viewers, are they going to catch on to all your little uh, tricks and what this is meaning and all that. And I, and I get, you know, and, and again, spoiler about the end of the movie, I get that it was all like a nightmare this kid was having. So what that, was it? So that... Kind of makes sense, you know. See, it, um, and the See second that. one, it's, yeah. it's it's it. There's more to it. It's the it's not really so much a nightmare. Let's See, that's another part of it, though. That you know, that's it's not something that you end a movie with. It's uh, well, I mean, if if the movie was just meant to be this one movie, mm-hmm. uh, ending it with it was all a dream. 
is the shittiest thing that you can do ever. Well, well it is lazy bullshit writing. Well, it's funny. I know. It's like he had a plan. Whatever. No, no, no. Well, what's funny is that he uses the dream aspect at the end, but then by the end, by showing the tall man's real and what the kid says, it just says that the whole dream ending is also bullshit. Right. Because Which is they, also <laughs> extra super bullshit. So it's, it's, it's a double, it's a double bullshit. <laughs> it's a double dose of bullshit. <laughs> and like, and like the ending of this movie is very similar to the ending of uh, the original Elm Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. but it totally works in Nightmare on Elm Street because it is all about dreams right. and being, uh, you know, uh, you know what what is reality and what is real, right? Walking the line between the two. This, I mean, don't get me wrong. This was a really fun movie. I would, oh, yeah. I it, would watch it. it. Was phantasm? Yeah, it was phantasm. <laughs> I would watch this a dozen, a dozen more times. I would just have to only watch it with someone who's never seen it before or someone who hadn't seen it since they were a kid. Because, like, yeah, this is crazy. Okay, I watched this when I was in like fourth grade. At school, they showed us this movie <laughs> at school on like a Friday, like as a fun day. They and, cut the boobs out. Well, I remember, I remember walking into the room late for whatever reason. Like I don't know where I was, but I know they had already started the movie. And the first thing I saw was the scene where uh, uh, Michael is that the kid mm-hmm. is being chased. Um, you know, when I, right before, or, or no, I think it was when he was hiding in the coffin, and right before all the chase happened. Oh that, wow! So that, you missed a ton of that it. was the first part I saw of it. So I don't know if that was like around when they started, like if they had just started it right then. You know, so they cut out the boobs and some of the swearing, other than uh, Michael's older brother who insists on only using that the word "heck," yeah. which is awesome. <laughs> he used it like twice in the movie. Was, what the heck? But but yeah, I'm like, just bought, it, his name was Jody. Why did they show us show us this uh, at school in like fourth grade? Whose idea was that? I wonder. <laughs> You know, <laughs> like where they'd be like, the kids deserve a treat. Let's show them phantasm. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's an odd choice. Yeah, yeah. It's very very weird. When I when I was in summer school, um, in Waynesville and in um, Kettering, uh, in Waynesville I seen Return of the Living Dead three in summer school, and then the other one they showed us Ninja Scroll and Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> There's like ten That's public school for you. Like, was Mark Harmon in charge of you guys? <laughs> yeah. I wish. There's like tentacle rape and like, or no, not tentacle rape, but just rape in the Ninja Scroll. Yes. Uh, there's like drug use, obviously, in Chong. Yeah. I'd imagine, right? Yeah, in Return of the Living Dead. So isn't summer school though, like when you have uh, need to make up classes, uh, like like you fucked up during the school year and you have it's, to? It's more like a prison term, right? Like, yeah. As long as you show up, okay. Yeah. Like on. For in Whitesville, it was for science because I fell behind in science because okay, but you watched stupid. Return of the Living but Dead. But we watched Return of the Living Dead, <laughs> and then and and Kettering, it was because um, when I switched over from Whitesville to Kettering, they said I wasn't up to where I needed to be, so they forced right. my parents to make me go, which was retarded, and they really didn't teach us anything in summer school, like literally. I think I went to NRM and went and bought cassettes of Motley Crue and all that and listened to it, and I still passed it. I mean, I didn't even do anything most of the time. I watched movies, drank coffee, because, yes, they had a coffee machine for us to drink coffee, and watched movies, listened to music, fucking drew and wrote, and passed. Pretty amazing, huh? (laughs) Dade Public Schools. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta love them. Yeah. 
That's your that's your taxpayers' money. Hard at work, yeah. right there. Wow. <laughs> they learned me real well. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, there was, uh, one scene in the movie that, uh, I think we should talk about that, uh, like, uh, it's something that you've, I've never seen in another movie where someone dies, uh, and they, uh, evacuate themselves. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. A little, yeah, it was. A little mitigation there. Yeah. That was amazing. So we should explain the scene for those who don't know. Uh, it's, the, it's the, the ball. first appearance of the ball. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a janitor. Handyman, I, I guess, to the I don't call know. man. His only appearance in the movie. Yeah. That was, <laughs> you guys, he was on Myrtle's bowling team. And you guys pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't read it between the lines like I did. I want to see the movie <laughs> in which those characters were in that happened to just uh, intersect with oh, this movie. That'd be amazing. <laughs> that'd be amazing. <laughs> Well, the ball hits the gentleman in the head. Yeah. And after it squirts the blood out, his body falls, and then he pees himself. Yeah. 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 He evacuates his bells. And you, and you see it just, like, streaming down the hallway. Yeah. Like, it's not even, like... Yeah. I mean, it's subtle, though, because it's, yeah. not, like, it's not like a gratuitous shot of it. No, like, there's yeah. other stuff going on, but you but just... just yeah. You see the piss running down, and you're like, wow. Yeah. That's detail. That's another movie before. That's detail yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> that is. I give him credit. You know, and, and like I said, you know, earlier about, uh, Coscarelli, I think Bubba Hotel is a great movie. Uh, I know that he's, uh, got another one coming out, uh, next year that I'm really looking forward to, uh, called, uh, John Dies at the End. Uh, and, uh, you know, I mean, he, he's obviously learned a thing or two. Uh, I just think that, that if, if this wasn't his first movie, it was definitely one of his earliest ones, and it shows. Yeah. Like, like he definitely needed someone to, to sort of guide him, and, and I don't think he had that. I think he was just doing it on his own, which is cool. He did it. Yeah. Not everyone can do that. Right. I mean, it's like Ed Wood. Like, I right. love yeah. watching Ed Wood movies. Yeah. But it's the same kind of thing. Like, I think this was closer to an Ed Wood movie than it was to, like, what I thought it was going to be, what right. I remembered it as being. I enjoy the fact, though, that you guys talked about a remake, and he uh, did an interview, I don't know, about a year, year ago, year and a half ago, where all the big remake boom was happening, where everything had to be remade. And they, he, uh, I think it was Lionsgate and MGM and a bunch of people came to him and said they wanted to remake his movie. And he told them to go after themselves. Which he does also seem pretty I give, stubborn. Yeah, yeah, I give him credit for that because yeah. the work he could have cashed out real quick, like a lot of them have. He stuck to his guns because he said, why would I give you my product when I can't make my last piece but you guys want to give me money to remake it without my, you know, that. So I, I stick by him on that. I mean, that's a smart I would say move. He should remake it himself. He, he should, yeah. you know, take what he has and, and redo it himself. You know, with with uh, you know, just the the years of experience and skill that he's gained, like telling the same story, right? Yeah, yeah, just, just in a better way, man. Well, right. Yeah. I've also heard of where uh, directors like uh, William Lustig, um, you know, the guy who made Maniac Cop, like it. A company came to him and said, hey, we want to remake Maniac Cop. And he said, okay. But as part of his deal, it was, you can remake Maniac Cop, but I'm going to use the money you give me to make Maniac Cop 4. So it's like, you can't, you can't stop me from making the fourth one. You can make your, your remake, but I'm going to make my fourth. It, it's never came about either way, the remake nor the fourth, but 
that's also a smart way for some of these directors who do still have their story to tell, say, well, that's fine. You can do that, but I'm going to tell you right now in the contract it says I make my last part, and right. then you guys can do whatever the fuck you want with the remake stuff. Right. That, that would be kind of confusing, but, though, if like, one came out yeah. and four came out like, right. yeah. later in the years. Uh, but yeah, but uh, like if you ever had a couple snippets of uh, Don Crescarelli before, and, and uh, he does seem like he's fairly stubborn, oh, yeah. uh, which is why that there is no sequel to uh, Bubba Hotep, even though it's been talked about for years. Bubba Nasferatu? <laughs> Bubba Nasferatu, with uh, Paul Giamatti as uh, the colonel. Oh, wow. And uh, Bruce Campbell left because of conflicts with uh, Coscarelli. And so they were going to replace him with uh, Ron Perlman as Elvis. Ah, that's cool. Which, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah, I totally would uh, would see that, but uh, just because of of his own uh, apparently uh, his uh, canny ability to get in his own way, right? Uh, it just never got made. I, you know, I liked Bubba Hotep. I saw it at the Neon. As did I, and uh, I thought it was good, but I didn't love it because I, I honestly felt like it would have been better as like a half an hour, like scary. TV show, that right. sort of thing. I thought it was a little long. Have you ever gone back and revisited it? No. Huh. It holds up. It, it actually improves on the second viewing. Okay. It truly does. Because like when I first saw it at the theater, uh, like yeah, there was like I liked it, but there was something about it that uh, just didn't click with me. All right. Uh, but then when I watched it again when it came out on DVD, it was like this is so much better than I remember. Okay. So huh. yeah, maybe give it a second shot. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it enough to to try it again. Yeah. Well, just the actors just and the, the characters that they play right, yeah, yeah. kind of draws the end because Bruce Campbell does great as Elvis, right. uh, who plays JFK with the Ozzie, Ozzie Davis. He, I mean, he's amazing as yeah. JFK. I mean, I think it's that's an image. Yeah, it's been, <laughs> I think that's where that movie really shines is in its character development right. and, and stuff. Which is weird because in like you know in Phantasm, to be honest, like the first one, there's not really that character development. I mean, you get that. Uh, the brothers care for each other, and the right. one brother wants to kind of be the wild child and go away. But you know, his younger brother is you know always a tag along and stuff. But so, 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 what do you think about? I mean, is the uh, Reggie the ice cream man in the sequels? Yeah, yeah. So, what's his motivation? He's like an ice cream man. He's jamming with, uh, you know, he's, he's in a band with, <laughs> well, see, with Toby or what? What's his Jody. Jody? Jody. See, what's weird is in the other ones. The um, focus kind of shifts. Like Michael's a big deal, but um, Reggie, the ice cream man, is more of the bigger deal. So that's what's weird. It takes like this shift, uh, like midway through the series, where Michael's not really so much the focal point. It's Reggie that's the focal point. And then you know they meet other survivors and stuff that are starting to piece together what's going on. That you know what the tall man's doing. So I remember there being, uh, like, you know, like the later sequels coming out in, like, uh, the 90s, even. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, basically, so this kid has aged 20-some years between the yeah. first movie and the last movie. Yeah, and they play up that he's okay, getting older. Right. Like, right. he's supposed okay. to be getting older. All right. And I think even in the last one, in uh, Oblivion, uh, Phantasm for Oblivion, I believe it's even the same kid. Like, they even have the same kid from huh. the original who's right. playing yeah. Yeah. Michael. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, what else was I going to say? Something about uh, thing. I just realized... Oh, yeah, does, uh, does Reggie ever uh, just uh, accept it and shave off his uh, <laughs> remaining hair? No. Huh. Oh. I've actually met him twice in real person, <laughs> and he actually walks around with that hairstyle. Wow. 
That's awesome. I just realized too that Jody almost made love with the tall man in the graveyard. Yeah. Yes. Movie. yes. All right. Um, you know, I'm uh, when I was in high school or whatever, I didn't do a ton of making out or anything. Right. Uh, but uh, you know, as a grown uh, grown up mm-hmm. and, and on my own, I got my fair share in. Uh, you know, have my own place here, so I, I kept all my making out to, uh, you know, the home base. The indoors. Yeah. Uh, never once did it ever occur to me and whoever to, hey, let's head down to the cemetery and make out. It's a small town, there's not much, it's not like the metropolis of Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> but he has his own house. Yeah. That's true. Well, he picks up, but this... she was the one that wanted yeah. to go there. Yeah, cause he was like, he was like, yeah, let's go this way. And, uh, he picks up this, this, you know, floozy at, at a bar, and she drags him to the cemetery and just starts making out with him, uh, where she makes out with so many others. And, uh, and his brother runs screaming through the cemetery, and he, you know, okay, his, his two choices are chase down my younger brother who's screaming in the middle of the night, or continue making love with this random stranger in the cemetery. And he, he does the right choice. He chooses wisely. Yep. Does he? Uh, yeah. He leaves. Yeah. The stranger, yeah. You don't know where that stranger's been. Uh, your brother's your, your blood, you know what I mean? It, it turns out it's a dude anyway. Well, yeah, but you then know, he I gives mean, his brother the keys and then he's like, I'm gonna go back and tap that. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then she's gone. Yeah. Right. He, it was so bizarre. It's gone. That it was so bizarre. Oh, <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, uh, I think the soundtrack works. I actually really love the soundtrack to that movie. Uh, Just that I was a little, a little annoyed by the music ding, ding, in it. Ding, 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 ding. It kind of reminded me of the Exorcist music because we just watched that tubular right. bells and that the fantastic right. thing. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just found it distracting at times. So, you know, it's like one of those things where I'm not usually a uh, big on music in movies, and uh, usually I prefer not to notice it, but. In this. Right. It was irritating, especially uh, after the uh, pre molestation scene uh, at the end, yeah. where uh, <laughs> Reggie breaks out his guitar, but the soundtrack is still playing over oh, it, so you can't hear either. I, I was like, Zippy, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> Very reminiscent of Zippy. You don't, you don't play two tracks over top of each other, unless, like, immediately. One starts melding away, and right. the other one starts coming in or something. But fade out, fade out. Yeah, uh, I would say Jason Young's opinion. Terrible movie that I will hopefully watch a dozen more times throughout the rest of my life. Yeah, I'll probably watch this a couple more times for sure. But yeah, not great. Uh, but but definitely in the, in the vein of uh, the room. This may be the room of horror movies. <laughs> For until, me, until Tommy Wiseau makes his horror movie. Oh, that would be amazing. For me, Matt Brassfield, I enjoy the movie. I've always enjoyed the movie. I like the storyline. I like the series. And that's fine. That's fine. I, but I, I do. Respect I do. Your well, I do. I'm the that, only one here calling you an idiot. Well, I do <laughs> see saying that you're wrong. I do see that where you guys can find it funny because I was even laughing at some of it too because some of the acting is just like, oh my god. Oh, I know. I know. On the way home, I'm gonna be like, oh, and there is that because. There were so many things, like, during the movie, I'm like, that is amazing and weird, and what the fuck? I think when my favorite's when the, the Jody's riding his bike, and then there's, like, this scene of his brother, like, running behind him as fast as he can to catch up. And then when he the, the, Jody goes away on the bike, his brother's like, oh! Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite moment. Oh. 
Yeah, and his brother was such a little voyeur. Man, he follows his brother yeah, and watches yeah. him. He watches Watch him through. Fuck. Yeah, what? And his brother doesn't seem to mind. He's like, oh, all right. And like, watches him at a funeral. I, I, watches him on yeah, his bike. Watches he, him with a girl. Watches, watches him through the bar window. Yeah. Um, and I love the scene. Funeral. Too. He wasn't even allowed to attend. Yeah. <laughs> and he was knew... there with binoculars to watch his brother. They knew he would fuck it up somehow. <laughs> but I love the scene too, where he he cuts off the tall man's finger <laughs> and he puts it in a little curio box and he takes it home. And he, and he convinces his brother to look in the box. And you know, as a viewer of horror movies, you're like, oh, I know, as soon as he opens the box. It's going to fling out. No, you're like, there's going to be nothing in there. And his brother's going to be like, there's nothing in there, kid. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know this is what's going to happen, 100%. Yeah, yeah. And then, nope, he opens it up, and there's the finger still twitching and everything. And his brother goes, okay, I believe you now. <laughs> <laughs> like, just no so nonchalantly. Yeah. And they never go to the police. <laughs> never go to the police during this whole event. Well, you got to figure the police are in on it. You know, if you true, find a, a finger and midgets and ice cream, you like, you know, don't tell the cops. Midgets and ice cream. <laughs> and shotguns. Yeah. Screwdrivers. But they also showed that um, the tall man's been around for ages, too, when he finds the photo right. of him showing right. that he's Which uh, puts timeless. you think about all five movies or whatever uh, that, uh, that he's... Uh, you know, from another planet or what? I don't know what the fuck he talked about, but uh, it puts it to bullshit. Is what I'm saying. Well, no, like I said, they, they, that's the thing. Even on the sequels, they never do fully say if the an alien right. But you said that he, it was like some sort of plague or whatever. But uh, yeah, if it was some sort of plague, it would spread faster. That's what if what, what if his name wouldn't have been around? Anymore. Well, it's it, I, they, they explain it. I forget how it is. It's like something he had to do something to trigger it, and then. By the end of the second film, it's triggered, and then the third, basically, almost everything's being wiped out by it. it, it so it's like a trigger. I forget what he had to do. There's he's, something he's, that he had to do to set it, it off. Looked like, it looked like he was slowly building, maybe he was slowly building an army since the 1800s. True. And sending them through the portal, and they were doing something for him. They, yeah. They were, like, they were, slaving away yeah, from Yeah, because he said that, you know, they're slaves, because he caught on that they were all having to work for him. <laughs> and the ice cream man's like, Yeah! <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> Aliens. <laughs> like, ah, that was bouncing around in my head until you said it out loud. I couldn't quite, you know, verbalize it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so think, uh, weird. One other thing that I think I want to bring up, and maybe we can move on to, to some other topics. Maybe I don't know. Uh, Ozzy. <laughs> yeah. Ozzy Osbourne was in this film. <laughs> oh, it was incredibly yes. Incredible likeness of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like you said it, but I was thinking it. Yeah. Like right as it happened. Uh, some old woman. God damn it, she looks like Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. <laughs> well, my favorite moment of that is too is like after Michael leaves for her advice, how she just starts cackling for no reason. <laughs> and uh, I noticed this. I don't know if uh, you did. Uh, you probably noticed, but. Uh, uh, Grandmama or Ozzy, whatever her name is, uh, she's got like a star on her yeah. forehead, and, and the girl had one on her cheek. cheek. Yeah, what the hell is that? It's mystical. Yeah, uh, okay. It's voodoo shit or uh, gypsy shit. Gypsy. Okay, and then uh, I was, you know, just bouncing around. Like shortly after that scene, there's a blonde girl that goes to the funeral. It was home. the same girl. Same girl. Same girl. What was the point of that? Well, Michael was saying there was something at the funeral home, right. and then if you remember when the old lady's cackling. The younger girl looks more like puzzled, like something's going on. So I think she went there to basically see what he saw, and then 
got sucked into the other world because if you notice when she opened the door it's the bright light so it's the room with the portal right and then all right but she was there again later yeah like you know wasn't wasn't that the same girl it was it was the same no 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 the girls that he went and seen those were two other girls i think those girls Okay. Were, oh, yeah, different girls? Yeah, because if you notice, they were had different, and they, uh, one of them had the star. Well, it's, right, but they were both blonde girls, and they had never been seen before that scene then. I think they were friends with, they were saying that those girls were friends with Jody, and Still, that Jody sent Michael there to Never stay. seen before. That's uh, confusing. They should have gave one of them glasses or brown hair or something. Yeah, because they both looked, I thought, like, maybe, like, well, Farrah Fawcett was, was in at that point. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's true. They all had to look like Farrah. That's right. confusing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, right. It's just very confusing. <laughs> it's very confusing. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not tapped as far as this movie goes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was bad. Was but fun. Was there ever like a Marvel Comics adaptation <laughs> of this or anything? I don't think so. Uh, they made an Atari game. But Did they really? A, really? It's a homebrew though, so it was made within I think the last like four or five years. Uh, okay. Um, it's like a maze game, and you open Still doors. Don't. It's actually pretty cool. Hearing the the MIDI version of the uh, oh, Phantasm yeah. theme, and the door open, and the little computer looking tall man saying "boy," it's kind of funny. Yeah. Boy. That guy, wow! I'm never gonna trust another tall man as long as I live. Oh, sorry. sorry. So, is there I any? <laughs> Is there any horror films that either one of you have watched this Halloween season that either one of you could say is actually a solid good movie that you've enjoyed? Uh, the Exorcist. Yeah, The Exorcist. <laughs> That's the only one I've watched lately, honestly. I do believe. Uh, you know, because uh, cause Kathleen asked us a similar question on, uh, on the first uh, special. Uh, and, like, after you guys left, I was like, oh, fuck, I watched this movie. And I should have talked about it, but... Uh, I got Which one was it? I don't know. Oh, you can't remember. <laughs> uh, how about you? Mm. I'm sure you watched the. Uh, like, I watched twenty of them. Yeah. Well, our my website's doing that. Freaking. Yeah, the but those reviews. Updates. There's, there's those reviews were written back in like March. Some of them. Some of them weren't. Some of them was new stuff as it was coming out. I had a nab and we have, tried to do We have like five listeners if you want to plug your website just in case. Uh, bloodlinevideo.com It's a place you can find out uh, movie reviews, stuff that I'm working on, movies and TV show wise and other news and updates and such. And you do reviews. and Oh yeah, tons of reviews. And, and we, I write reviews for you. Mm-hmm. Yes he does. I haven't done it in a while because it took uh, seven months for my last one to get up there. Although his his last one was in this uh, horror in film, this, uh, film update, update yeah. Yeah. so like two weeks ago or something like that. So. Inside, which I also talked about last yep. episode, uh, and uh, I've got like four reviews uh, coming around Thanksgiving. Okay, all right, because I wrote those you can back say, in March. We can say what it is. Nope, uh, we're doing nope, nope. well. We can say the theme. We don't uh, have to okay. say what you did. Uh, uh, the right. theme is going to be uh, Marvel superhero movies. So. Yeah. We'll be, Reviewing Marvel superhero movies for that month. Nice. So you don't only do horror? No, 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 no. Yeah, we do yeah. all types of different films. Yeah. Okay. But I would say a specialty in horror. Though. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Grew up in horror and loving horror and will probably die. I love horrors too. Making horrors and <laughs> sluts and <laughs> living the life. Just beware of the ones that try to drag you to a graveyard, man. Well, 
<laughs> I'm not going to say anything, but I've, I've done some graveyard shenanigans before. Uh, <laughs> did your little brother, uh, like, get you out of there in time? Though? Yeah, he ran past right. me. Ah! I was like, oh, hold on, baby, I'll be back. <laughs> and Tom was like, damn it, and he pulled up his knickers and went on home. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Oh. So no, no, no movie, no horror films you guys watch besides The Exorcist. I, I haven't watched any lately. Uh, I know there's one that I swear to God, like I, I thought of it after the last episode, and I uh, cannot remember it right now. I, I don't watch many movies anymore. Honestly, I watched Hobo with a Shotgun, and uh, what else did I watch? Uh, oh, oh, I, I know what I'm watching tonight when I get home. Phantasm. Phantasm <laughs> Part Two. <laughs> No, I, I, I wanted to tell you this specifically. I was waiting until you were on the show. Uh, I almost called you today. I was at Second Time Round. Mm-hmm. Guess what I found on DVD at Second Time Round? What kind of movie? Oh, I'm not, it's Fishing not, with John. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Since your store opened like three years ago, every day I come in and I'm like, Hi, do you guys have Fishing with John? And, and we uh, told him we had him. We gave him away <laughs> at an event that he didn't show up to. I found it today at Second Time Round. How much? Fifteen dollars. Wow, you got ripped. No, it was worth twice that. No, just the amount of times I I don't have to come in your store now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know how much money that saves me. How excited were you when you said how much I, money that saves you? <laughs> you know, you walked. Time, <laughs> time is money. <laughs> I'm a busy man. Yes, very busy. No, uh, I I literally almost dropped dropped my you know dropped my shit. <laughs> yeah, I almost, I almost created a a P flow, not like the one in the movie. Did you did you do one of those? Was moments? it? Hold on, hold on. Was it uh, comparable to when you saw the grip of powders and dots? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I let out a little. <laughs> like I actually went over to the the like TV show collection at second time round. Second time round for those who don't know is just like the oldest uh, used media store yeah. in the area. It's been here for like thirty years or something, but. I went over there, and uh, I, I was like, well, I'll check Fish on the John. I was like, Firefly, Family Guy. Nope, they don't have it. And I was like, oh, well. And I started to leave, and I was like, well, wait a minute. I'll just look in the movie section, just in case. And I, like, walked over there, and I was like, Fisher King. Oh, my God. And, like, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. I, like, like even for a second, I was like, no, that's not what it said. And I, like, looked at it again. And uh, I really was fishing with John, and I just snatched it. And... Did you do one of those things where you had it in your hand and you looked around to see if others noticed the prize you had in your hand? No, you know, like no. I, <laughs> me and that DVD were the only two things on the face of the planet <laughs> at that moment. Did you buy it immediately? Yeah, yeah, I did. You laughed just... immediately after you found it. No, actually, I went and uh, looked at the CDs for a few minutes. And... <laughs> Spend some time, quality time with fishing. I with wanted John to make sure you. it didn't. You know, you ever have one of those dreams where you like you find. A movie or a comic by somebody that you love, and then you're like so excited you've never seen it before, and then when you wake up you realize that thing doesn't even exist. Yeah. I sort of felt like I wanted to, I wanted to ground myself and walk around for a minute before changing my environment <laughs> just in case I didn't want it to be a, a dream that I was having. The last couple of movies I watched was uh, this morning at work we uh, watched uh, Rocktober Blood again. Oh, this is the old '80s hair metal yeah. killer movie, which is totally cheesy. It was made fun. by Sebastian's. And then uh been watching these uh shot on video films from a company called Warlock Home Video, and I watched um, one called DiBQ, and the other one was called Death of Lantern. And huh. I had 
so much fun watching these movies. It, I, I felt like I was 13 again, and I had my camcorder, and like my friends were showing me movies they made. That's how fun they were. They like the actors got it. They totally like hammed it up, but not to the point where you're like, oh, they're just acting bad on purpose. It was so funny because these people had it down to a science where they were acting, but you couldn't like tell that they were acting bad on purpose. All right, it was they're great. That's you cool. Should, you guys should watch one of those. Sometime. Warlock, Warlock is in the the studio. Yeah, yeah, it was um made by the same uh opened up later on after um. This guy, uh, Chris Siever, made uh, a company called Low Budget Pictures, and once he closed Low Budget Pictures, he got involved with Warlock, and then Warlock now is, like, the company, they're doing, like, a bunch of retro um, 80s shot-on-video films, and then they're actually um, buying other people's old shot-on-video films and putting them out, so it's it's actually a cool oh, little concept for cool. people who like the homegrown, old-school do-it-yourself guerrilla filmmaking you, kind of stuff. You love that stuff. Like, oh, you, yeah. you collect those kind of movies. Oh, yeah. Huh? yeah. Oh, yeah. So it was nice enough. My, my my girlfriend, Juliet, actually, after we watched those, even went on their website and bought all the rest of their movies for me. Wow. <laughs> she was like, she's like, you were enjoying those so much that I will get you the rest of those. And no, I'm that's like, awesome. Thank you. <laughs> keep, keep her around. <laughs> exactly. She's feeding my bad habits of shitty movies. <laughs> I don't know if uh, last year we talked about this or if we've ever talked about this or not. Have you ever seen a movie called Murder Party? I have not. Um, actually, um, Stephanie right. uh, Stidham actually um, talked to me about that and always tells me to watch this movie. <laughs> you really should. Uh, it's it's. Uh, I mean, it's shot on film. It's it's, it's you know professionally done. The acting is really good, uh, but it definitely has that sort of vibe uh, of that type of movie and it's funny uh, it's definitely a horror comedy uh but there's a, a scene where the main character uh goes to a video store and writes a bunch of vhs movies and it's all like half the movies like i swear to christ you made <laughs> you know, like, like, like shows like the they all just have like labels with sharpie uh with the titles written and it's like you know, uh, like, like whatever. Werewolf necromancer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Maybe that, uh, next Halloween, that's what we should all get together and watch, boys. Yeah. yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, I did, uh, I had to look up my Netflix queue to, uh, see, uh, a couple movies that I saw recently. Uh, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Did you like that? Uh, yeah. See, that's a movie that I like too, but I found it very slow. It was slow. Uh, yeah. Very slow, but a nice psychological film. Yeah. Like, that guy's a fucking scumbag. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. And Otis, his friend, is a fucking scumbag. Right. So, it, it's it's one of those movies that, like, halfway through, you almost feel dis- disgusted and disgusting that you're kind of watching it, but yet, morbid curiosity is like, right. yeah, well, I what, wonder what they're going to do next. What hap- <laughs> well, well, what helps a movie like that is that uh, really good acting. Yeah, you know, Michael Rooker is fantastic. Oh yeah, uh, and uh, Tom Towles. Tom Towles. Yeah. yeah, he's he's really good. Yeah, like he's yeah. really good in that movie. He plays like the because uh, uh, for those that don't know, it's like Henry Lee Lucas, the serial right. killer, and Otis O'Toole, his accomplice, and they went around and they basically butchered all these people for years. And right. It's loosely based on that, and 
they show these two degenerates basically even like breaking into people's houses and videotaping themselves, killing them, and it, it's it's really did they really twisted. Themselves? Uh, there was rumors of it, but they never actually found it. Well, they it, it, supposedly they did, but the cops won't ever confirm it. That kind of stuff. Gotcha. And Otis, for those that didn't know, is also on his deathbed when he was dying. Actually, admitted that he killed Adam Walsh, Joe Walsh, the America's Most Wanted guy's son. Really? So that's who ended up, they finally got closure to who killed Adam Walsh, and it was Otis O'Toole. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, I read up on a lot of that stuff. <laughs> I, believe, I believe you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I watched that recently, and I watched another one which uh, I did not like, uh, called Deadly End. I don't think I've seen that. It's uh, not recommended. <laughs> uh... It's, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's about a young couple who moves to, uh, this, like, small suburban area. Like, uh, the guy just got, like, a job offer for, like, the, the local major corporation in that area. And they've set him up with, like, housing and everything. But, like, half of the neighborhood is abandoned. Uh, and, uh, there's, like, an elderly couple that lives next door to them who, who act really weird and, like, they don't talk. Uh, and then there's another guy who lives across the street who, who seems, you know, like, really friendly, but, uh, it turns out he's crazy and he's poisoned, like, the entire, uh, block. Uh, like, he pumps poison into the water systems and he makes, uh, candies that he gives to people that have, uh, poison in them and, has delivered, like, poison oak to their houses, and, uh... He listens to Alice Cooper's poison at high volume? Uh, no, actually... Uh, uh, no, no, he, he listens to, uh, right-wing talk radio. Huh? And, uh, he's got, uh, like, an open wound on his stomach that he, uh, picks up the scabs and eats. Uh... It's him. <laughs> We know a guy like that. Okay. <laughs> An older man. Alright. And, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, there's like a scene later where, like, this guy, like, uh, like, jabs his fingers into the wound and starts jerking off. Ooh. Uh, and. That's gross. Yeah, like. So this uh, is a really good one then. Oh, God. <laughs> and then he, like, poisons, like, this couple, and then they both, like, simultaneously get horrific diarrhea. So for like 20 minutes of the movie is just all about poop. Poop. Yeah. Uh, like, is this serious or no? Yeah, it's supposed to be serious. That's wow. amazing. Uh, and then like the, like I found out after the movie that, uh, the, the bad guy is actually on a show that I love, uh, called Justified. Uh, he plays, well, on the show Justified, he plays the, uh, like the chief of like, you know, the, the Kentucky branch of the Marshall Service. Uh, and he's like, like, I swear to God, if you'd asked me, like, in the show, he's probably 60-something years old, he's bald, you know, what little hair he does have is white, you know, he's just kind of a good old boy, shit-kicker type. Right. Uh, but on, like, this movie, which was made, like, three years ago, he looks 30 years younger, but he's got, like, pustules and shit all over his face, and he's got, like, uh, curly, kinky hair, it's... Like, I was amazed that that was the same person. <laughs> Transformation. Yeah. <clears throat> but he's excellent on Justified, but this movie was fucking awful. <laughs> he didn't save it. No. Yeah. Nothing saved that movie. <laughs> so what's next for you on your Netflix queue? 
Uh, well, the, the next movie that uh, he and I are going to watch is called M. Uh, from 1931, I think. Fritz Lang? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, let's see, then I just returned a, a disc today. It was uh, Batman Brave and the Bold Season 1 Part 2 Disc 1. Uh, so I should be getting Batman Brave and the Bold Season 1 Part 2 Disc, disc 2. two. <laughs> that sounds exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And Jason's going to just be watching Fishing Fisherman John. John. Or Alien. <laughs> or Alien. <laughs> you like to watch Alien? Yeah, 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 I do. I do. Is Doogie over? <clears throat> no. <laughs> you know, that, that's how, that's one of the ways me and Doogie used to, we bonded so heavily, was uh, we were talking one day. He placed himself on your face. He placed, and, yeah. <laughs> and impregnated you with uh, the chest burster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't spoil the story. <laughs> no, I used to, like, when I first got my apartment, every night I would put in Alien as I went to bed and just, like, watch it and drift off because it starts out so slow and there's, like, all the, in the soundscape, just, just conducive. And uh, we were talking one day and he, and he was talking about how he always puts in Alien when he goes to bed. And I was like, oh, my God, me too. And, like, that's uh, how our love was born. <laughs> and, then, and then for a while, do you used to also put in The Lost Boys. You remember that? I was, it never, was like every night you would hear the Lost Boys playing from his room. I like I like that movie, but I could never that could never be one of those movies for me. Like like that wouldn't put me to sleep. No. Like I like movies that like maybe some Stanley Kubrick movies would put me to sleep like that. And I don't mean like because they're boring, just just the atmosphere and the soundscape and the pacing is just very relaxing and yeah. you know. Um yeah. But yeah, that is weird that he would like he he falls asleep watching Predator. Oh, I like yeah. I'd come home at night and he'd be like Predator. Predator. He'd be he'd be there'd be like gunfire in the in the wilderness and like people screaming, Ah and uh he's just like laying there in his in his chair like asleep with you know the, the predator blaring. So you watch that movie called what, what called Predator. <laughs> the what called Predator? What called Predator? G M Dream Catchers. Well yes. Inside joke, sorry. So, uh, why am I asking the questions? Yeah, I'm, like, uh, I'm like taking uh, over. All right, let's, uh, let's do this. Let's, uh, this isn't right. an interview show. All right. Fuck let's, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm watching horror shit. I'll, I'll watch some horror shit. <laughs> God damn it. Let's, uh, I watched, let's find uh, out what people are doing here. I watched, uh, watched, uh, the first season of, uh, Walking Dead, uh, this past weekend. To I, gear up for season two. I actually thoroughly enjoyed that show, and it was one of those ones. That I didn't give because all the hype, and I was like, oh, I don't, I don't really want to watch it because I hate when shows have a bunch of hype. It always annoys me when that's all I hear about and people talk about. Watched it, really liked it. Same with True Blood. Didn't think I would like True Blood at all. Watched it, now love it. Well, uh, Walking Dead, legitimately good show. Uh, True Blood, a lot like Phantasm. Oh, Terrible wow. piece of shit show. Can't stop fucking watching it. <laughs> it's the characters, isn't it? It's the damn characters in that that gets me, that got me hooked. There are like three characters in that movie, in that show that I like. You can't say too much. I'm only on season two. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, Sam, uh, Lafayette, oh, I and, love, uh, Lafayette's awesome. Terry. You like Terry? Oh, I love Terry. See, I like, um, I like Lafayette, I like Bill, and I like Jessica. I can't give a shit about any of the vampires. I, like I do Jessica. think Jessica's uh, super hot. She's gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> Skinny, pale redhead. God damn it. Yeah, she's gorgeous. <laughs> Love a redhead. 
Lafayette's just hysterical. That, oh, the yeah, fucking yeah. attitude the guy has is amazing. Later seasons loses a little bit. Oh. I like Alfalfa, Spanky, and uh, Darla. Those uh, are my three favorites. I like, yeah, uh, Darla's good. I like, uh, what was, uh, I don't know the dog's name. Uh, Spot. Spot. Yeah, right. <laughs> was it Spot? It wasn't Spot. I have no idea. See, I didn't think it was Spot. That's why it, it was Shimp. Spot. It was not Shimp. Curly Joe. It was Spanky's dog. What's his, what was his dog's name? Uh, that little circle around his eye? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't uh, remember. Target. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I like a shemp. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm, I won't, I'm not afraid to admit that. Shimp's you like Shimp? Yeah. Shimp's good. Look, yeah. Shimp's Mo Howard's brother in real life. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he really? Yeah, he know. has it. Wow. <laughs> He's got it's that Howard blood in him. <laughs> unfairly maligned. Unfairly maligned. Yeah. yeah. Everyone always says Curly was better, but I agree. I, I think Joe. I like Shim. Yeah. I like Shim. I like Curly, Curly Joe. Joe. Fuck Curly Joe. I like Curly. Although, uh, apparently related to Matt Messer. Of, uh, you, uh, <laughs> Upright Citizens Brigade. Upright Citizens. Oh, okay. Brigade. Okay. Huh. Fame. Comedy runs in the blood. Comedy does run in the blood. Not our blood. No. <laughs> it runs in our bowels. No. Yeah, it is kind of funny. Yes. <laughs> uh, hey, you're speaking of hot redheads. Um, Mad Men. Uh, yeah, and then I've been watching a show called American Horror Story, which, uh, oh, that one. is, uh, uh, we, we, me and Kathleen talked about it in the, the last episode, and, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's every horror haunted house cliche show that you could ever imagine. Like, uh, you, you've seen it all before, but uh, it's still good. It's still good. Hmm. I've never seen anything about it. And what about you, Mr. Young? What about me? What have you been watching that's horror-related? Nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically what, what you're you saying planning? is what you that planning? you're a loser. <laughs> what are you planning, sir? <laughs> uh, actually, I'm planning on reading a book of ghost stories by uh, Edith Wharton. I just dug out of a box out of the basement because I want to read some ghost stories. That's really cool. Soul reading thing. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm. I might, like their books. <laughs> I might watch. Uh, I might watch that plague movie, Black Death. I've got a copy. Oh, of that yeah, yeah. So, I heard that's good. It's know. really. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah I, I heard that's good. Uh, yeah, not really a horror. Really? really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. More uh, like a historical. Yeah, uh, historical drama. Drama. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thriller action. Yeah, yeah. It's incredibly good. Uh, what about you? What about you? Um, I've been watching, I'm getting ready to watch The Incredible Melting Man. Um, uh, NJM just put it out on that direct service where you have to, uh, pay them like 30 bucks and then they'll burn you a DVD okay, of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but luckily my brother got it for me for my birthday so I didn't have to pay for it. Um, been watching a lot of, uh, a show called Midnight Mausoleum. It's a horror host program. Right. Been watching that a bunch because I think the, the girl, Robin, who's on that show, is like my Robin favorite. Robin Graves. Oh, absolute favorite horror hostess. The girl's beautiful. Isn't that also with uh, Marlena Midnight? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Been watching a lot of that. Um, had to watch a lot of public domain horror films because I'm working on my show that I produce and direct and everything. Which is? Terrifying Tales of the Macabre, hosted by Baron Von Parchoff. <laughs> And uh, season one available on DVD. Yes, at GameSwap and through our uh, Facebook page. Right. Um, but I've been watching uh, some of the cool stuff on that because some of the movies in the public domain I haven't seen before. 
So it's gonna be kind of neat seeing that stuff. Um, like a, a movie called The Vampire. That's a 1957 movie. Absolute trash. But it's like so bad that you're like laughing at it. Like, like Phantasm, sort of? No. <laughs> think, think like, think like Phantasm <laughs> as like the top of the hill and think of the vampire like at the bottom of the hill. Wow. So it's, it's, it's bad. Um, been watching a lot of Commander USA. Um, oh, I got wow. a bunch of old Commander USAs on DVD that's from, awesome. from some friends. Um, other than that, that's pretty much what I've been watching lately. And then been playing horror video games. Does that count? Because sure. I've been playing Survival. Right. Or Dead Island, yeah. so I've been playing that. So I've heard that's a really good game. Uh, what, no, I'm never going to play it. It's could not pay me to. It's just no. first person shooter. Can't uh, do it. To be honest, though, Eric, it's just okay. I know a lot of people are liking yeah, it. You're telling me that it's just day. okay. I I haven't really gotten into it as much as I've gotten into other horror games. Like I like the Saw video games for PlayStation Three. People trash those. I had a blast playing through those. Dead Island, I just kind of been like, eh, you know, like it's it's there. <laughs> Sounds now, neat, but I yeah, I never got into the first person shooters either. Yeah, it takes uh, like a really good first person shooter to draw me in. Something like Resistance, like I love Resistance, first person shooter. It, it loved the storyline, so it kept me playing because I wanted to see what was happening. This one, I'm just kind of like, it's zombies. How many times have, can I see this? How many times has this sure. been done? It's eh, If I want to play zombies, I'll just put Resident Evil in and, and play zombies. Right. Uh, the only, uh, only first-person shooter I was ever able to get into was Middle of Honor, Frontline. I can see those. Those yeah. are fun. Yeah. Those are fun. Because uh, I got to storm the beach on Normandy. Oh, yeah. some Nazis. Oh, nice. yeah. Good job. Yeah. Keep well, us safe. Well, the war games, exactly, are fun, especially if they're tied to fact. Like, if right. you're actually playing through wars that actually happened, it's way more exciting. I dislike, again, I know this is unpopular to say, I dislike those Call of Duty games. Yeah. That shit is boring as fuck. It's the same shit over and over, and it's like the college bro games, you know what I mean? Right, like, yeah. oh, I got my Madden 12 and, and Call of Duty on my Xbox, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, you can keep your Call of Duty and your Madden and your Xbox and just stay over there. <laughs> I think this is the perfect opportunity for you to uh, give me some magic names. Oh, uh, uh, you mean, what? You can't put me on the spot. Damn it, sorry. Uh, uh, shut up. Uh... <laughs> Black Lotus. Oh, good job. Sorry. Right, I kicked fine. it off for you. Good enough. Good enough. No, we're done. Uh, horror. This is Halloween. It is. Uh, I know you. Your personal nightmare is magic, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, do, you, do you guys like? Uh, have you guys, when you were younger, did you guys ever go to like any haunted areas around here? And that you always frequented every Halloween just to see if stuff would happen. Like an actual... Yeah, like an a- actual haunted place. Like, would you say that? Like JC's haunted house? No, no, no. Or... Like, r- supposed real-life haunting. Like a place where, supposedly, like, this car crashed and on this night you could see... Did you Did you guys ever do that when you were younger? No. Uh, really? We, we drove by one, one time because I was hanging out with a guy and he was like, Yeah, there's this haunted area and... There's supposed to be some tree that's shaped weird, and you can hear the the ghost of the somebody that died there or something. But probably hung themselves. That's usually yeah, being hear on the top of the car. It was never yeah that like our little uh, group of people was 
always more nerdy, and we just never. Wow, I worked. I've been working since I was fourteen. Me too. He's been working since he was fourteen. I think I'm the only freaking mutant that went out and did that stuff in this room. I went to Frankenstein's castle when I was like twenty-two during the day. Oh, during the day? Come on, Eric. I think my girlfriend wanted to take pictures of it. Okay, all one listener. If you want to see gutter trash live at a haunted place, please email Eric. He'll do it. I'm good. He'll do it. Uh, this, is, this place is haunted. Yeah, we'll just tell them this place. That's true. The, 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 the hollering pants upstairs. We have, uh, recorded, uh, we have uh, a ghost voice recorded That's on true. a previous episode. Yeah. Oh. Uh, which apparently I'm the only one that believes it was a ghost. What, what did it say? What, what movie did we watch? Uh, oh, it was below the yeah, uh, haunted the, submarine yeah, we movie. We watched the haunted submarine movie and this weird voice appears. Yeah. What did it say? Uh, I don't know. I'll play it for you after the show. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, and then, uh, when my girlfriend and I first started dating, she spent the night here one night and got up to go to the bathroom or something, and then came back to bed and was like, did you say something to me? And I was passed out. No. And uh, <laughs> she like, I heard a voice. Uh, so, you know, she heard a voice here, and then when she moved up uh, upstairs uh, later, uh, she would get, like, weird feelings that, like, something was around, and then, like, her cat's... Uh, started acting super weird when they were living up there and, like, never fully recovered. Hmm. Dun, dun. And a guy killed himself upstairs. Really? Yeah. Do you know details about this? Uh, hung himself. Why? Uh, I don't know. Was he behind on rent? Uh, he didn't live there. He didn't even live there? He was, uh, the son of the tenants who, who did live there. Oh, wow. Crazy. Yeah. Sorry, spirit. Yeah, thanks for bringing this down, Eric. <laughs> no, I was apologizing to the spirit. I wasn't being brought down. I was like, oh, that's that's a bummer, dude. I uh, kind of wish you would go all paranormal activity and uh, terrorize the uh, current occupants of that apartment. Yeah. But uh, Leave the hollering pimp really alone. fucking slacking off is what I'm saying. <laughs> Maybe he's scared of the hollering pimp. Maybe that's the only thing that... That's true. He's... Uh, he's uh... Maybe I was just say maybe that's the only thing that uh scares uh the the nether spirits is the pimp yodel. <laughs> like if you would have seen like uh uh what's her nuts in uh in the grudge do that? Maybe that would have uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. or in the ring or whatever. Jason, I will uh will say that uh I have uh, I have seen a female neighbor uh up close and personal wearing uh only a leopard print robe. <laughs> Without any of her uh, myriad of wigs on, and uh, yeah. it uh, nearly frightened me yeah. as much as uh, like paranormal activity. Wow. Yeah. 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 Jason, it. will you give us a pimp yodel so just, just so the listeners no, can hear this? Don't I, uh, I don't not. think these microphones can handle I, it. You're not. These, I could not if I tried. I'm not uh, a pimp. Uh, well, there's that. <laughs> and uh, no, yeah, I can give a John yodel. Give a John yodel. Okay. Whoa, he's saving it. <laughs> I don't yodel, Matt. Why not? I do not yodel. I'm above that. Because he's not white trash. Or a pimp. Or a pimp, yeah. So, <laughs> how's your Fantastic Four pages coming? They're coming along. How many more? I think there's like five or six left. There's not a lot left. It's pretty exciting. Eric has done one. Eric it has. looks very nice. Uh, I've guess. seen it. Gonna redo it. Yeah. Gonna redo it. Whoa! We're talking redo now. Because <laughs> it's awful. See, Eric's one of those guys that does amazing artwork, and no matter how amazing it is, it, it always ha- isn't good enough for him, and he has to redo it. 
It's, uh... Well, no, because uh, I often don't because I am lazy. <laughs> If uh, there's one thing about me more than anything else, it is that I am lazy. Uh, <laughs> so I will not be actually redoing the Fantastic Four page. Awesome. I just want to. Oh. <laughs> we know uh, Jeffrey Brown also said he wants to redo his yeah. because he doesn't. You know, he's not. He wasn't completely happy with it. Right. I think you're both crazy. Yeah. I think they're both great. This is really good. And uh, for some reason, you've said uh, to. Sandwich my page in between two of the better ones. <laughs> who, who are you? Who's he between? Uh, you're between what? Kachalka? James Kachalka is uh, directly after my page. And Jeff Potter's right before you? Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah he just did one. That's Potter's good. Pretty good. He did his in like a day. Yeah, it was like a day. And it probably looks just like it, doesn't it? it well, no. Uh, I mean, he changed it. Yeah, but he changed it, but it, it. It looks like he drew it, but yeah. it's amazing. Because he fucking drew it. Yeah. Yeah. Potter's a good. Good artist. That guy is fucking amazing. Uh, that you is guys... all I'm going to say. This is all we're going to talk about, Jeff Potter. I was going to say, wait till you guys see the covers. That's all I'm saying. Go, oh, to, uh, go to Potter's Sketchbook. Potter's Sketchbook. OK-Panic.net. Yep. OK Panic. Both of you boys involved in that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you give a teaser of what's coming up next? Oh, uh, yeah. well, uh... This episode is actually going to air after the next topic comes out. So you guys can say it then. Uh, but uh, this is one that's going to appeal to you. Uh oh. It's uh, werewolves. I absolutely love werewolves. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. When or, when's that coming up? Wolves or werewolves. Or well, it's supposed to be werewolves. It says, were, it says werewolf. It says cheated. lycanthropes, wolves, werewolves of any kind. Mostly werewolves. It's <laughs> mostly supposed to be werewolves. Yeah, whatever. Don't cheat, Jason. Redo it. <laughs> nope. Redo it. You know how long it took me to... It seriously took him like three weeks to figure this yeah, out. Yeah, it took me like three weeks to figure out what I was going to do. Just draw a wolf or werewolf. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, this is a werewolf, Jason. I cannot draw a werewolf. Why? I've tried and I have tried. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but other than that, yeah, OK uh, Panic is going to be completely... Redesigned Redesigned. shortly after. Oh, Uh, nice. So uh, I think like a week after this will be online is uh, uh, the topic for that week is going to be uh, Mm do-over, in which uh, me, Jason, and Jeff uh, get to choose any of our old drawings and uh, redo them, Uh, and Kurt gets to choose any of the ones that he missed out on and do, Yeah. Mm -hmm. and uh, the entire site will be getting a facelift. Ah, you guys taking off like artists who no longer are participating and... Nope. Re- reformatting and it's re- reformatting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it looks completely different and works a little differently. Works a little differently. People can leave comments on it now. Oh, nice! I uh, got rid of that whole pop-up window thing. Oh, good, because uh, that, that was one of the things too. Yeah, well, you know, that, you're not supposed to do that. So, yeah, because uh, we own good. those pieces and we don't want you right-clicking and saving them. Oh, you, I saved all of them. You can have them in mine. You can have them in mine. I don't care. Right, just kidding. Uh, but fuck you, I worked really hard on that uh, last uh, design. Uh, it took me three weeks to figure out how to do the navigation on that thing. I can and uh, that is going completely away, and the part of my soul is dying. <laughs> but it was my choice to redesign the set. So. Are you redesigning it? Or? Oh, okay, so then it's just your old design and then you're re- re- revamping it, basically. I just completely changed it. Well, that's good, though. Yeah. So at least it's not somebody else going in there and fucking up your work and, yeah. you know... Sticking their hands in the pie and what we're not allowed to cuss or something. No, it was just nothing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so, um... What? Well, uh, I'd like to know what you guys are working on, like, currently. Like, uh, what are you working nothing. on, Eric? There's got to be some Sketch stuff. a day. Sketch a day? Sketch a day. Yeah. That keeps, keeps them busy. Yep, too busy. I'm sure very busy. Uh, February 1st, I'm done. That's With the quite a while away. Huh? Yeah. I got a hundred days left or so. But do you feel good about doing nope. it? Nope. Really? Nope. Tired. Hate nope. it. This is killing me. Well, we've been enjoying it. I've been. Yeah. Been, yeah. 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 I, uh, this is, I'm getting worse. Well, it's a good, uh, it's a good concept what you're doing, though. I can't think of things to draw. Uh, some of what I draw is just, uh, uh the artistic bullshitting you. Uh, <laughs> I like the real life Yosemite Sam that you just posted. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> that was a, uh, post-it note as I was, uh, waiting for something to, to happen at work. Uh, very good job. Very good job. Uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's an awful burden. Uh, and I mean, okay, you know, I'm, I'm exaggerating because obviously there are children stars. <laughs> and I am merely just updating a blog every day. Uh, <laughs> well, instead of feeding children. You're right. Right, yeah. yeah. You asshole. Well, you know what? Uh, I'm still not going to be feeding children, but I am going to give up the blog. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, we are both working on a piece of artwork. I mean, two different pieces of artwork for the the uh, gentleman of the Bearded Guild's charity. Yeah. yeah. Beards yeah. of Science. Beards of Science. And I've seen, I've seen Eric's, and Eric's is very good so far. I have not seen yours yet. Nor will you until the it's night. It's a secret. Uh-huh. It will be revealed. Um, it's at Kosai in Columbus on, yes. on yes. November uh, 13th. 13th. November 13th. 13th. I thought that was 12th. I'm pretty sure it's the so, Well, it's a Saturday or whatever. That would be the 12th. Wow. Is it? Mm-hmm. Because that is uh, the same weekend as Horror Hound in Cincinnati. Yes. And I will be at Horror Hound, driving from Cincinnati to Columbus, because I'll be there to talk to friends at Horror Hound, then driving to Columbus to be a judge for the bearded competition. That again. reminds me, can you cover my shift that night at Saturday, on that Saturday? Ooh, so I can, uh... Probably not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry could, though. Okay. Uh-oh. I am, uh, I'm only going to Horror Hound because I've got a friend who's going to be there and I'm going to hang out with him. What friend's going to be there? Uh, Kurt Dins, uh, fellow OK Panic guy, yeah. creator of uh, One Year in Indiana, listener of the podcast, semi-guest of the podcast once. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> and Eric's also really excited because he gets to see me there in my uh, prime. Yeah, I'm going to see you there. I've got a surprise for you when you get there. Oh, man. Is the ice cream man from Phantasm going to be there? Man is be there. Actually, it's just David Lee Roth. Oh, <laughs> that's still cool. Although well, they're both balding. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah. yeah. Although, did you see at Horror Hound? Supposedly, they added Doug Bradley Penthead yeah, to the list. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I'm uh, not going to talk to any celebrities when I go there because I can't afford twenty dollars for a picture or autograph. <laughs> but it, try usually it's twenty five to thirty. So it, sometimes it's you can get like away six with twenty. Years since I went to a hurricane. Yeah, sometimes so. you can get away with the twenty, but how a lot of times it's like twenty five. How much now. does Kurt Dunn's charge for the photo? Uh, I'll have to ask him. Uh, but I, I'm pretty sure he's just gonna let me sit at his table for free. Though. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, cool. is he he set up there? Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah. Is he uh, doing the one in March? Do you know? I don't know about that because we're, we're booked for that. So I know for cool sure he's there. doing this one because he's, uh, his in-laws live in Cincinnati. Ah, so, so yeah. he's on stay with them. Yeah. Where's the one in March? 
Indeed. Uh no. Supposedly oh. it's in Columbus is what from what I understand. They're moving the oh. horror host gathering now to Columbus in March. So huh. that's pretty exciting because that's way closer. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the only other thing I'm working on, uh, other than uh, all the other usual bullshit that I work on, that uh, is killing me. Fucking killing me. And you're fucking killing me, Matt Brasher. I kill everyone. Fucking kill me. You love me. I, God damn it, I hate you so much sometimes. No, he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> how? I don't know how in the fuck I let myself get roped into some of your bullshit. It's my, it's the way that I pout my eyes a little bit, and then you, it's like the puppy dog look, and then Eric's like, oh, God damn it. I'll just do what he says. You sort of have some canine features. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's this. Oh, oh damn it. Yeah. <laughs> what do you need? What, what can we do for you? Um, I don't know. Let me think. You are, uh, you are re-releasing your very first movie ever made. Yep. You've, uh, George lucas it up. George yeah. lucas it up uh, a little bit. Ruining it for future <laughs> generations. No, no, making it better. No! And, uh, the <laughs> werewolf blinks in this one. He does uh, blink. It's called the, uh, Werewolf of Ohio. Yep. And you are putting it out on DVD, which is fine. And VHS. Uh, God damn it. I'm trying to fucking build something here. But. No. You shut the fuck up. I was ramping up. I was ramping up to this, and you fucking ruined my joke. But you gotta. God damn it, Matt Brassfield. You gotta say, I'm not putting it out. Somebody else picked it out. I don't give a shit who's okay. putting it out. Okay. I just want to let, let the people know that I'm not, I'm not doing it. Oh, that's exciting. No, whatever. <laughs> Okay, let's let's pretend this never happened. Let's let Eric have his fun. No? Okay. Let him go. Dead quiet. I don't edit. <laughs> but what Eric is doing is he He's is doing the cover. He is doing the cover. He is uh, drawing. Uh, if you want to explain, because no. you could do it better here. No, no, come on, come on. I already explained it. About those puppy dog guys. Okay. It's working. He's thinking about it. Come on. Come on. Why are you touching the mic? You're going to knock it over. You're going to knock it all over. (laughs) This is a microphone stand (laughs) cobbled from like three other microphone stands after the neighbors flooded my office here. It looks good, though. Yeah, because I do a good job. Yeah, it looks good. But what Eric is doing is he is doing the cover. Um, There is a template. That is made, um, and he is doing the centerpiece of the template and the logo of the movie, or I guess the title card, yeah. I guess, of the movie. And they are making it look like it is a retro VHS release because the movie was shot on VHS. So when um, it's actually that Warlock company that I was buying the thing, they actually okay. came to me and said they wanted to do that. Um, because you bought all their movies. No. Um, what was funny is the um, one of them was a fan of the movie, and originally it was actually two movies, and then I chopped it into one now. So two movies now have become one. Um, they were a fan of it, and when they started to put out these retro re- uh, movies from you know old VHS shot on VHS stuff, they actually came to me and asked if they could release that. And by that point, I wasn't doing anything with the movies. I'm like. By all means, take it. <laughs> it wasn't Werewolf of a High Part 1 and 2 mixed yes. together, was it? Yes. Oh, really? It's now one movie, and I actually uh. took um, the footage from Part 3 that was never finished, 
and added in the elements that made that were supposed to make that movie makes sense back in, so now it makes sense. Did you? So you phantasm this phantasm. up? Is what you I phantasm this up big time. Did, did, you, did you cut up my scene? No. Oh, it's still in there. You're still in there. I think the first time I ever hung out with Matt Brassfield was uh, he was filming a scene for Werewolf of Ohio Part Two, and he asked me to <laughs> to be the art dealer. Yep. And then you have the greatest line. The guy goes, "Who is that?" He's now Jason's holding up this painting. He just he's trying have to sell a, this have guy. A girl. It's have like a girl. Have a girl. And the guy goes, who is that? And do you remember your lines? Uh, just some bimbo with a... <laughs> some bimbo on a bed. <laughs> some bimbo on a bed. <laughs> and who wouldn't want to buy that thing? <laughs> just from my description. I know how to sell that art, man. Uh, someone was like, and you know, it's the same thing happened with the Mona Lisa. Somebody was painting it, and uh, there was an art dealer somewhere, and they were like, eh, who's that chick? And he's like, some oh. bimbo with a weird smile. And he's like, I'll take it. <laughs> That's how it became famous. But yeah, Jason Young is in the movie. Sweets. I don't remember anybody else that's worth mentioning besides maybe Josh Weinberg. Uh, Matt, Matt Hoffman. Matt Hoffman. Uh, I am in it. I play the Wolfman. Isn't Pat, your friend Patrick's in that? Patrick's in it. Pat Kane? Not Pat Kane. No. No. Pat Kane? I, I have no I'm, movies with Pat Kane. I don't care. Lost all interest. <laughs> in uh, Pat Kane? No, no, not in Pat Kane. In uh, any movie, not with Pat Kane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you need to add some Pat. Can you like digitally add Pat Kane? Yes. And like in the background? Yeah. No, I don't have to digital. Like I can like, shoot uh, like Java footage. in the first Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> I can shoot new footage with Pat Kane and insert him. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Pat Kane like reacts to werewolf kills. You know, there you every go. time he, somebody gets killed, Pat just makes a face. Oh, yeah. that'd be awesome. <laughs> maybe uh, like even if you can't get him, maybe uh, you could just have him take a bunch of photos of him. Making reaction yeah. shots and yes. just throwing them in there. Yes, oh. I can do that. Like a series of stills. That would be great. <laughs> can you make this happen, Jason? I'll put it How in about some calls. Oh, I'll, yeah, I'll try to pull some strings. <laughs> <laughs> this movie needs more cane. Yeah. Amp up the PB cane. <laughs> Off the charts. I want the PB cane meter in the red. <laughs> Alright guys, I think we're hitting like two hours here, yeah. so uh let's uh let's go ahead and uh let's go ahead and get you guys out of here so I can play some Batman Arkham City. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what I'm gonna do when I get home as well. Uh Ooh. <laughs> but, sorry. Pass the curse uh, on to him now. <laughs> Okay, that's the real reason both of you need to get out of here. I don't need more of my hearts damaged. <laughs> well, happy Halloween, gentlemen. Happy, happy Halloween. Halloween. Couldn't uh, think of two people I'd rather spend it with other than yeah, you know, yeah. my girlfriend uh, and Doogie. Yeah. Other than them. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. just kidding. Yeah, Goo and Uma. Yeah, there we go. That sounds... No one can hate animals. Uh, yeah. Apparently there's <laughs> yeah, assholes. <laughs> uh, I, know, uh, I know one cat that's a, just an asshole, so, you know... Uh, his name is Evie. If you've never seen him. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> you have not met him. Because he's a dick. <laughs> if there, if a cat could be just a complete fucktard, uh, it would be that cat. <laughs> huh. It's, uh, it's the Jerry of cats. Oh. oh. I want to kick them both when I see them. <laughs> you want to kick Jerry? Alright, so let's get out of here. <laughs> 
Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Thanks for being on the show, yeah. Matt. Yeah, thank it. you, guys. Thank you for having me. Thanks for uh, putting up with uh, me and Jason making fun of your favorite movie. It's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wasn't feeling that well either, so I was a little off today. Uh, you did fine. Why, thank you. All right, then. So I think that wraps it up for 2011. Hopefully we'll both still be alive to do a 2012 Halloween yeah. special. Yeah. yeah. With, Sounds good. Or without that pressure. Yeah. Hopefully. 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 I think this is Oh yeah. Okay. Oh. Oh. They're definitely gonna have Jerry back. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. then, by all means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> You can subscribe to Gutter Trash at iTunes or directly at guttertrash.net. If you go to iTunes, please leave us a review. You can email us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. For more info, you can find us on Facebook. Or you can go to seanborn.net or buyerbeware.guttertrash.net. Listen to our sister podcast, League Night, at league.guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening. Until next time. <laughs>